Before we wander on into the episode, I just want to make sure that everyone goes out there and hits up the YouTube, check out the Spotify, check out Apple, wherever you're listening or watching to this ep- uh, podcast, is to go down, like it, subscribe, hit the bell if it's YouTube, make sure you're getting those reminders. We do put these out every week, um, so make sure you do to do all that. It helps us out, and in the long run, we can make better things. So again, like, subscribe, all that fun stuff. I mean, that's that's good. That's good that you're mentioning it during the Bryce Canyon ABC so that our, our viewers are like, oh, Mark, we got to test this out. You know, he's a crazy oh. guy doing the crazy thing. We can wander our way over, you know, because this is wandering ways. What's Bigfoot possibility? Clink. Clink. What's up? How we doing? My guy, it's another wonderful week. It happens to be a Wednesday when this comes out. I don't know when people listen to us. Maybe it's a uh, more of a fry yay. Or maybe it's a terrific Tuesday or uh, a, uh, you know, uh, I don't know, a good one for Monday. <laughs> or, or a sad Saturday because, you know, oh, it's... No, no, no. The beavers keep you up and tell midnight and lose the heartbreaker as usual. No, no. If it's a Saturday, it's a <laughs> super Saturday because people are probably outside and doing some wonderful things if it's a Saturday. Yeah, absolutely right. And actually, I got a message on Instagram today, today. And I, you know, and I was kind of, I was sharing this for you. Um, I, I'm not going to pull up the user, uh, but he said, you're living the life that I want to be living, right? And to me, I was like, what, what? Like, I don't, I don't get that. Like, I'm just going outside. Because that's all I know to like, like that's all I know to do, right? Like when I was a kid, it's like, what are we doing? Oh, we'll go to Cooney and go fish for the day or for the weekend. Like we'll go to the lake and just chill. Like that's like we'll go hike, go sit in a kayak, go do this little nature activity, go go sit on Yellowstone and have steaks for just lunch. And that's the activity for the day. Like that's what I do. I live it. Yeah. I mean, someone's always living the life that somebody else wants. Um, the only difference is somebody's going out and doing it. Right. No, but you're absolutely right. And that's like the, the thing of it. And it's like, you just got to force yourself to do what you want to do. And if you want to like go to a park or go get out hiking and go boating or go like, you just got to like, force yourself to do it yeah like the first two steps hard sometimes but you just dive in and boom like you're doing it it's like you create a habit you create like oh like i'm i'm going to go to the gym once a week and then turns into twice a week then turns into three times a week and you just got to keep forcing yourself till it becomes that habit or tradition or whatever you want to get into and do you know like like i don't know like you and I just go going on a trip once a year in, in June has just become easy for us because we've done it for so long. 
and you know it's it's finding those other uh, other like trips and like for next weekend so stay tuned if you if you listen to these podcasts live so we're recording this and it comes out this like this wednesday like we're recording this a couple days before wednesday and you listen to it like when the first few days of this being out i'm hunting right now i'm out this weekend i'm hunting and i'm excited and i'm cre- i'm trying to create that tradition and that spot like this is a spot me and my family have gone forever and like colt's coming with me and we're we're sitting there we're talking we're like we're going to get an ice hut my my ice fishing hut and we're going to camp in it because we don't have like a, a warm tent and we're like, well, that will keep us warm. You'd put a little propane heater in an ice hut and, uh, and it pops right up, you know, it's just poop, 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 you know, 10 steaks. Good. You're good to go. And we're going to go hunting and we're going to go hunt deer in a place where we've hunted deer for a long time. And I'm excited to show Colton that. And I told him, I said, this is one of those places you it's family only, you do not tell your friends you're in your friends' friends. Like, no, this is sorry, Matt. Of... You can't you can't find out this spot. Not no, this one, Matt. That motherfucker. And excuse my language, but like that's a good way to call him out on this. Is like I've told him day after day, like, book your flight. It's $115. I'll drive you back to Oregon that Tuesday because I'm already coming out there for Thanksgiving. Like, been telling him this since August, July doesn't want to do it doesn't oh i got hunting i'll get something in oregon he's out hunting this weekend guarantee he doesn't get anything because that's just matt you know and hunting in oregon and i'm like you just come to montana you'll come experience this stuff and you'll be like you know i don't want to hunt in oregon anymore i mean he lives in oregon so it makes sense he would want to hunt in the place he lives um right. but no 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 it's all about uh you know getting outside like you said um you know it well it is and like to me hunting is that thing where it's like i'm going to experience the sunrise i'm going to experience different types of wildlife i'm going to be able to hopefully provide for meals for people and food for people and do something that like i enjoy and that's been a tradition and passed on to me you know uh traditionally and I'm excited to do it. It's sad sometimes, you know, hunting. It's not necessarily fun for all people or all all parties involved, but like it's it's something that I enjoy doing. Like and it's the experience. It's the it's the time spent with others, the you know, all that. You know which party hunting's not fun for? The deer. Exactly. It's and not fun for the deer. That's what I was referring to cuz like even then like you're taking a life and it's sad. Those deer have feelings. Those deer have connections to their their area and their families and whatnot. And it's so you got to respect that. And I think that's something traditionally that's been taught to me, uh, you know, through our tribal histories of just like how you respect the land and the animals and what they provide and give to you. You know, you don't waste the animal. You do as much of it as you can, you know. So it's being smart, not just shooting horns, even though. Like I said, I said, I'm, I'm, I am, I'm not just shooting horns. I'm going to eat the deer. And if we do like get one deer, we'll cook backstraps. We'll cook the backstraps. You know, if you watch res dogs, you'll see the show and they talk about backstraps all day long because the backstraps of the deer are what you eat first. And we'll do that. Even though if I don't like it, (laughs) 
We'll a back strip's not bad to eat, though. It's pretty good. Well, especially fresh. Yeah. And then cook them like, uh, like uh, steaks in bear country, because they'll be bears. Oh, will there be bears? They're not hibernating yet? I mean, it, we got that first snow. They probably start and do, but like it is when it gets cold, they're not as dormant, and it's going to be cold this week. Yeah, so there may be ex- more bears in back country. Maybe it's just in back country now. <laughs> well, and if we get lucky, I told him, I said, we'll go up to that ranch 73, American Prairie. They oh, said, there you go. You know, there we have it go. recorded on last week's episode. <laughs> yeah. Maybe you should change it for the winter. Call it cats and uh, cats in the country or something. <laughs> Steaks and cats or something. I don't know. I mean, there is, you know, there's a place called Cat Creek, Montana, out by where we go. So all all house cats, no big cats, though. Um, but oh, no, 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 no. Population three. <laughs> house cats. Yeah, exactly. Five people, three house cats. Cat Creek, Montana. There Look it up. Go. Um, no, um, but the main gist, we're not here to talk about hunting today, even though I'm sure you could talk about it forever. Me, not so much. It's not my cup of tea, but that's all right. Um, no, today we're continuing on with one of our favorite series, the ABCs of the National Parks. And last ABC's episode was Black Canyon of the Gunnison. So we're continuing on with our bees as we hit uh, one that we've been to. Um, we've been, I've been, oh, twice. Um, Me now. too. You, same with old uh, Ranger Zach there. Uh, it is good old Bryce Canyon of utah yeah of the utah five and this this park like you said we've both been there i think you went with vince and phil on that trip amazing trip you guys did i don't know Uh, just vince at this point we hadn't picked up phil yet okay and then i went on our spring break trip down to lake havasu with a crew of folk uh, and then you and I actually camped in Bryce Canyon uh, on our big 12 parks and 12 days trip, um, which I mean, it's one of those parks that I want to make it a destination park, I guess. So in a sense, like if I'm planning a trip back down here, I want to do Capitol Reef and Bryce Canyon or like Zion and Bryce Canyon and that's it. I'm not I'm not doing any anything more or less because I want to put that you know 48 hours into a Bryce Canyon. Yeah, uh this is definitely one I think you got to give it a little bit of time to do. Um fun fact though, you don't like have to get out of your car to enjoy this one. You can do the drive and um you can enjoy this. So there's a, a lot of different ways to enjoy this park. For me, I want to go into it, um, but you know we're gonna we're just gonna lay off some fun facts before we jump too far into like the park itself. Um, partially because I gotta get this fact off my chest like right now because it's 
it kind of eats at me a little bit. I can tell just by how you're you're opening it. <laughs> um, Bryce Canyon's not actually a canyon. I mean, makes sense because it's like the rim of a canyon in a way, like of a larger like valley mesa kind of yeah. formation. I mean, it's it's crazy that they. They're calling it the wrong thing, and it's get. I I just read about it. That's why uh, I'm bringing it up partially because I read it and I was like, "What kind of shenanigans is this? That Bryce Canyon's not even a canyon." I mean, I get it. I get where you're coming from. I think that's it's a fair question to ask. But I mean, it has like canyon esque features. You know, the hoodoos and the the hikes that you can do and that's yeah, definitely something it's a that... bunch of amphith natural amphitheaters or bowls yeah they're, they're formed along the edge of a plateau so it's more of a it's more in reality i think it's more of a cliff than it is a uh a canyon right and they even call i mean they have the bryce amphitheater as you say amphitheater and it's the largest and most popular one in the park um, and they say it shouldn't be skipped, but it is those like, like cutouts in the, in like a rim essentially. And I like, I mean, it's not that big of a park one. No, which it's is kind of cool. It's like the said, smallest you... one in Utah and actually the 12th smallest overall. Oh, wow. I didn't know it was that small, but yeah. it makes sense because it is. It is just kind of that trail, that drive that you do, and you can do real easy in the park and get out and see a lot of it. Where what's making me want to go back to a Bryce Canyon is, one, you're close to Grand Staircase Escalante, so I want to get down there to that. But it's the hikes. You see the hikes in Bryce Canyon, and those, I think, are um, just some of those, like, Something that we haven't done at the Wandering Ways team just because of how we've approached this park on our journeys based on like it's more of a stop, which is nice. It makes it easy if if that's what all you need of a national park is to get the stop and to see the major points, you will. But if you want to actually get into it and hike it, I feel like Bryce Canyon has a lot to offer. And like, again, it's a dark sky park. So you get that, you know, the the stars. And oh, I mean, that was that was a fun little night. It was, it was, um, going back to the hikes real quick. I'm told that the Navajo trail, um, there in Bryce Canyon is like a top, like a top tier overall hike when it comes to like, um, national parks and like their big ticket hikes. Is that so, that so. one with the, with, the you're always seeing in the pictures of Bryce Canyon with the switchbacks? Uh, I believe so. I believe that is the okay. one um, where it's like you can clearly see like the number of switchbacks as you go down uh, pretty wide trails. Mm -hmm. um, if I am recalling the picture correctly. Yeah. Um, but I I'm told that is a doozy of a hike. So I think, I think that would be a fun, I mean, to be, to be completely honest, um, just, I think getting into um bryce there just however you get into it i think will be worth it whether you're hiking along the the hoodoos or if you're just popping down as fast as you can 
Well, I'm looking at this. You can in the winter, you can even snowshoe rice. Oh, that'd be kind of cool to I, be honest. I think that would be neat. Uh yeah. just because of the way that orange rock would pop against the snow. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. It's a it's a Beautiful. good contrast, oh. is what that would is. Right. Mm-hmm. Well, and they they I didn't know, and then that road we're talking about, it's only 18 miles, the scenic drive. So it's really not too much yeah no it's uh, uh it's yeah. <laughs> you could you could in reality probably see do the drive and get a hike all in one day i mean we were going to when we go back so just so you know sign that up but here's something from the secrets of the national park book i'm reading it's from it's local intelligence about the park and this this goes back to a stone Given its iconic desert-like landscapes, Bryce Canyon transforms into a frozen wonderland between November and April, when the plateau is often shrouded in snow. It's the shining in the wintertime, says Tom Hart. There are years there are years where you can see eight-foot-tall trees because they're covered with snow. You can't see eight-foot-tall trees because they're covered with snow. The park service plows the main road just beyond the Sunset Point turnoff and also keeps the main parking lot snow-free so that visitors can access Bryce Amphitheater. You can still get onto the trail, says Hart, so if you want to get your boots and go down the canyon into the canyon itself, you can. When they're covered in snow, the hoodoos look like some uh, some crazy desert ice cream cone. <laughs> that one makes me laugh. That one, because uh, uh, I can actually picture that. Yeah, no, it does because you're like, hell yeah, like tastes good. <laughs> Snowshoes can uh follow the rim trail to inspiration point and Piera View or tramp along the main road south of the winter uh winter closure point to the meadows of and woodland along the park's western edge. Cross-country skiing is forbidden inside the national park, but right outside the entrance gate is a Nordic ski area with more than 20 miles of groom trails maintained by Dixie National Forest. Snowshoes and cross-country gear can be rented at Ruby's Inn Winters Activity Centers, 1.4 miles north of the park entrance, which also offers sleigh rides, ice skating, and snowmobiling in the National Forest. Hart also recommends a winter visit for avid stargazers. With the altitude, the coldness of the night air, and the lack of pollution, this is one of the best places in the United States to view the night sky. You can be amazed on no moon nights, especially in the wintertime, looking up into the heavens and seeing the entire Milky Way. The lodge at Bryce Canyon is closed from November to April. The only accommodation inside the park that remains open during the winter is the North Campground. That's actually that's, kind that's of local. I didn't realize how much um how much stuff there's to do in Bryce in the winter. Right. You know, um, I, I, yeah, I knew you could get to it in the winter. I just didn't know it was so, so much one in the park or two out just outside the park that you could do. No, it makes it so that like you could almost plan a winter trip there to dedicate some time to the park. Like, oh, I am going to hike the park or, oh, I'm going to you know, take a, yeah, take a day to hike the park and then take another day we're going to go snowmobiling and then stay at the lodge. Yeah. Shoot, maybe like, that's there, what there we got to do. Instead of uh, going in the summer, we just do it in the winter. 
I mean, I'm down to do a winter trip. If you're down to do to plan like a quick quick little weekend in the snow and do something like that, I'm down. So you just gotta you just gotta say, hey boss man, hey boss lady, this is this is my life and I'm going snowmobiling in Bryce Canyon. It'd be pretty sweet to go. And they'll say, Yeah, sure. Uh, mainly I think horseshoeing or not horseshoeing, snowshoeing would be, would be, um, I mean, if you want a horseshoe, I mean, yeah, I could bring some horseshoes, set up the pole, the little sticks and we can play a game of horseshoes. So both kind of shoes are possible to do in Bryce Canyon. I will, I will openly admit (laughs) we could horseshoe in our snowshoes. No, I do like. I was talking to Thea about that the other day and snowshoeing is one of those things that I think that like would actually be kind of fun to do. Have you ever been snowshoeing? Um, so I have not. It's uh it's not bad. I've but, done it. Um I did it in uh Leavenworth. I believe. Oh. Nice. I did in, yeah, Leavenworth. I did it up in Washington. Nice. Uh, it's a it's a time and a half. I uh, know. I want to go. I want to go back to a little bit it. more of the old fun facts here. Um, but I, I want to go. I think our viewers like the fun facts. Yeah, I think they're fun. Um, <laughs> but Rice Amphitheater is home to more hoodoos than anywhere else on Earth. That kind of makes sense to me because, like, you you see, like, I mean, it's a lot. There's a lot. And you find these desert places, and they all have that one unique thing mm-hmm. that, like, this one does. This one, ha- like, has the most points or pinnacles, right? Like, this one has that. So, yeah, you think Bry- Bryce is going to be unique for its own stuff in that way, which is cool. And that's what's cool about, like, these parks and getting into these parks because they have they have some cool shit they do uh and that's typically why they become a park because they they got some cool stuff in there um but no i i think the hoodoos are are what make bryce bryce um and right you know uh, it would be cool to see the snow cones uh, or the <laughs> ice cream cones in the winter. Uh, uh, that would be a Thor's hammer, I think, would be really cool in the winter. Uh, right. I mean, I have seen it in snow, Bryce Canyon in snow, but not full-fledged winter. It was springtime when I drove through that time on our spring break trip. Um, so it was still kind of cool, but it I, I could only imagine like after like a blizzard or on a blizzard that vibe and that feel yeah that would be be cool uh it would be cool it would kind of suck to be in bryce during a blizzard though because there's not a lot to protect you (laughs) no i mean if you're in the park no but if you're like at like the national forest around snowmobiling and stuff and like to get some of those just shots of just those big flakes of snow coming down by those hoodoos. Oh, that would be beautiful to see. Yeah, that, that is very true. That would be very, very cool. They also allow uh, biking in the park. I know you're one of those you like to, you like to bike and they allow it. Yeah. I'm, I'm sure you can bike there's, the, the there's five, trail there. 
Well, there's even five miles of vehicle-free two-lane paths for bikes in Bryce Canyon. Oh, well, snap. Sign me up. Yeah. I'm going to load up the van right now. There you go. I mean, this, Bryce Canyon, it, like, it's it's pushing me to, like, let's just go there, Mark. Like, let's just take a fucking weekend to go there. And, you know, because there's horseback riding. And, I mean, we haven't even touched on this, and I, I'm surprised we haven't yet, but they have that visitor center. And you know what's in that visitor center. The best water in all of the national best, parks. Th- exactly. That's what's in <laughs> like, there. No, and I... And- you- I'm not the only one that will say it's the best water out of all the national parks. Vince will back me up on this one. Um, because when we did our trip, we, we Yelp reviewed all the parks and water was definitely was one of our categories. And there's, it's something different about, I don't know what it is about the water, but the water you get at the visitor center there in Bryce Canyon is by far the best water that you'll find yeah i mean i i can attest to this it is good water arches not as great you know so especially like when you go from one park to the next like that zion was all right and then you hit like a bryce canyon and you do get that water that slaps like it's like montana you know we up here claim we have like livingston claims it has some like purest cleanest water in the world bryce is better Bryce that Bri- that Bryce Canyon water, man. I'm telling you, there's something about it. Like out of all the parks that Vince, Phil, and I went to, Bryce had the best water on that. I track. believe it. I mean, that's that's good. That's good that you're mentioning it during the Bryce Canyon ABC, so that our our viewers are like, "Oh, Mark, we gotta test this out." You know, he's a crazy oh. guy doing his crazy things. Hundred percent, and also hydrate or dehydrate. It's a lifestyle, everybody. So you got to go out, get that water, water drink life. your water. Water is life. Um, and and friends don't let friends be dehydrated. I mean, you let me all the time, so I <laughs> I try to fucking tell you to do all sorts of shit. I tell you to eat, I tell you to exercise, and I tell you to drink water. And what do you do? Nothing. No, I need to eat a lot. I need to bring. I need to bring meals on our hikes. That's what's going to help me. And that's what I'm going to bring into Bryce Canyon. We're going to have to bring food. We're going to have to bring steaks in their bear country. There's no bears down there. Yeah, there is. There's got to be black bears and stuff. Oh, probably. Bro. Black black bears I'm looking up the... Well, actually, low-key, I am looking at the mammals and amphibians of of uh bryce canyon here and they got like foxes coyotes but oh they got the american black bear right here just that's the only one american black bear they got some raccoons they got some weasels they got mountain lions bobcats elk mule deer pronghorn they even got the desert bighorn sheep yeah black bears i'm convinced they're kind of (laughs) everywhere they really they like and they found a way to even live on like golf courses so Oh, 100%. 100%. A couple more quick, some small, quick facts here. Everybody, just real quick, real fun ones. Uh, Bryce Canyon, established in 1928. Um, It was a monument before that, and it was a monument 
uh, really only for like five years. A lot um, of parks are monuments, though. When when they start out, they 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 do. They start out as monuments. They work their way into a park. Don't know how that works. Uh, it was the 16th national park in 1928 as well? It, it was. Um, it ranks 12th in visitation. So it's a top 15 visited park in uh, in the United States. It makes sense, though, with its proximity to the Utah Five, to Yellowstone, to Salt Lake as that destination when they get into those parks. Yeah, gets a little bit, what, 2018, I think it's... Uh, oh. A little bit over two and a half million visitors checked out uh, good old wow. Bryce Canyon. Um, 20, 2018, I'm trying to think, were we one of those visitors? 2019, I believe, oh. is when we did our big trip. Because 2018 would have been a glacier trip, I believe. Uh, yeah, I don't know. I know 2017 is when I did the trip with Vince. Yeah. Um the following year don't know what I did. That actually might be. It was 20 Tyler graduated in 2019 and I flew from his graduation to Phoenix. Now I think and... I I'm I'm going to actually say no. You're wrong on this because I'm pretty sure I went to Europe in 2019. Um oh you might be Right, maybe we'll go back to this some other day. Yeah, did you know that how do you know how those hoodoos are formed? Uh, the real way or the mythical way? Well, it's by constantly freezing and melting water. Oh, yeah, I did know that. Uh, <laughs> no, do you know the story of what the hoodoos are? Uh, intrigue me. Oh. Uh, fantastic i am going to tell you um because i didn't know this either so the hoodoos and i'm reading this just off a of fact sheet here because it was where i learned it the hoodoos are actually bad people oh. uh, this one is up for debate but according to the paiute legend the ancient people here believed that the area's previous inhabitants the Two when Anungwe had invited the wrath of God or coyote by engaging in some bad behavior. As a punishment for their nefarious deeds, coyote turned them into rocks. You can still see their faces today in Bryce's hoodoos. In fact, the ancient people called this place, and I'm going to butcher this and I'm so sorry. Uh, the Anka Kuwasa Awits or red painted faces. Wow. Um, the Utes, the Unita, the Oray, those, the Ute, they have some interesting stories, especially like the Skinwalker Ranch Utes and like just some of those stories. They really get, they, they got into some bad native juju or something down there in the Southwest because. All their stories have scary are scary like that. I, I think that's desert life. Because when you go to the desert, you always <laughs> got some kind of like trippy, kind of scary stories. So I think that's just the death. Yeah. I think it's the desert that causes this. 
fair and it makes sense because the desert tribes are like the hopi they got some interesting ceremonies where you're just like we 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 ain't that crazy we like we aliens they gonna come get you they're gonna do that like there's some there's some crazy beliefs that you're just like it comes to yeah from those desert cultures that's what heat will do to you it makes you crazy yeah, no, heat, kidding, and then but... uh, if you uh, pick the right cacti. <laughs> so, no, it, it's interesting, that's for sure. That's cool. That's a cool story. Um, it makes sense. I mean, it's like Yellowstone, right? Like the dragon's mouth, like kind of don't go in there. Like not a lot of tribes ventured into Yellowstone. There wasn't a lot there. It was the valleys out of Yellowstone that provided. Yeah. 100%. It was the, like the geysers didn't do much. <laughs> uh, it's, a nice, hot. Uh, it's a nice feature, you know. You go in and that's your your water feature for your home. <laughs> exactly. So, I was kind of thinking of getting into sport fishing again, but I feel like I need a good quality net. Well, you know what, Reverend? I got the key solution for you. You know, our friends at Blue Ribbon Net make this eco-friendly aquafade bag so you're not hurting the environment. It's 100% biodegradable. Plus, the wood is locally sourced and it is also biodegradable and it's just such a great company to use. Um, the Blue Ribbon Nets, they're here in Bozeman, Montana. And we even have a discount code. That's right. If you use the code RUGARU10, that's right. That's my Jeep, the RUGARU. RUGARU10, R-U-G-A-R-U-1-0. Uh, you're going to get some discount on a blue ribbon net. You know, you can get the long one if you're fishing the big fish, or you can get just the good river one, you know, if you're like me and just want to catch a lot of fish. So, again, make sure you go check out Blue Ribbon and use the promo code RUGARU. Hey, hey there, Reverend. Um, I heard that you might be running dry on your sticker supplier. Yeah, I've been looking around and I've kind of like run out of cool stickers to buy and put on water bottles and stuff. Well, I, I mean, have you seen the stuff Josh has been coming out with lately? No, I have not. Well, he is doing some really cool stuff with the Shop LS574. Yes, they're working with indigenous communities and making some really cool stickers um he has a really cool buffalo mountain sticker there's even water bottles hats sweatshirts the whole swag and we even got a discount code for you guys yes if you use wandering ways at shop ls574 you're going to be getting a discount on your next purchase but not only that you're going to be giving a percentage of that sale to the little shell tribe as well as they donate a dollar of every sale to murdered and missing indigenous women. So just such a cool thing going on there. You know, you use the code wandering ways, W-A-N-D-E-R-I-N-G-W-A-Y-S, and you put that in there, boom, you're getting a discount. Um, you know, uh, some of the, I mean, Bryce is pretty cool. I'm not going to lie. Um, it's got some cool rocks. It's got some cool trails. Uh, it's in a cool place. Um, and you know what else is cool? Cool shit in nature. There's just uh, a lot of cool shit 
in nature. I thought I thought I felt you going this way. And it is. I mean, there is some cool stuff. Bryce Canyon's cool. It's got cool stories. You know, I'm reading about it. Supposedly, there's a guy who says one hell of a place to lose a cow. <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. You know, this reviewer wasn't the only person. I'm going to have to agree with them. Uh, if if there if I were to rank places to lose a cow, I think Bryce is going to be up there. Yeah. Uh, but no. Anyways, let's move. Up. It's time for my favorite cool shit in nature segment. Um, this week I've got a video and then I got a picture. We're going to start with the video, um, because I think it's pretty cool. Um, at least when I was watching, it, I was like, oh, damn, that's kind of cool. Neat. I'm excited. Yeah. Let's see. So, uh, it's just, oh, it's yeah. Um, but it, like, this little whirlpool takes, like, this little stick and then, like, takes it. And then when it goes underwater, it, like, shoots out of the, uh, like, down the whirlpool. Yeah. No, it's really cool because it's just this it, little, like, spinning in the water and it just gets sucked right up. And then it, like, spins, spins, spins. And then it just, phew, like, yeah. The and then end. it's like, and then gone. you see the, like, but at, when it like takes off right there, you see the like tornado that the whirlpool is creating under the water, like get more intense almost. Yeah, it's kind of it wild right. that the, the whirlpool didn't like get broken up like at all. I thought it would when the, when the stick at least gets like there in it, like gets down into it. I did too. I did too. Um, but no, second one is just a picture. Um, and I love this picture because it's just orangutan, uh, spearfishing, um, which is kind of wild, um, to think that it learned how to spearfish. Now the story behind this is apparently it learned from another, like a native fisherman, uh, how to do this technique. I believe it animals are smart they know how to adapt they know how to learn things and well that's why that's why the um apes are in the stone age part of their life they're there they're getting there and we're leaving that yeah we're gonna we're go gonna... extinct and then the apes are gonna take over makes sense i mean and it does the fish it does a little bit, you know. I watch Planet of the Apes. I'm well informed. <laughs> I'm well informed, he says. <laughs> Do you know who not is not well informed? The person who left this review. <laughs> too orange and too spiky. <laughs> okay. That's honestly, I think my favorite part of that review for Bryce is the too spiky part. <laughs> Because, like, the hoodoos aren't really that spiky. Yeah, and if it's exactly. Like the world's largest concentration. I yeah. Don't, I, they're cool. The hoodoos, they're cool. The Thor's hammer one, really cool to see up and close. And that, what's it, the arch? The arch is cool to see close and personal uh, right off the road there. Oh, yeah, yeah. There's a lot of uh, cool yeah. um, stuff about Bryce Canyon. Um I mean, it's just, I like 
I mean, it's exact. It's not a canyon, right? It's more of that end of the plateau or like a cliff. And so when you kind of do get lot farther down the the like road, and you can look back and kind of see, kind of like just the shelf of it, and then with all the hoodoos, I think that's a very cool image to kind of experience. Right. Yeah, at the very end there, when you kind of looking up the amphitheater. Um, you have places like Sunset Point, Inspiration Point, Sunrise Point. Um, they have the like Rainbow Point, that and you just look out at like these seas. I have a picture I took of Bryce Canyon hanging in my house here, just because you are looking out at like a valley. Because you're up on top of this ridge, essentially, yeah. and you're looking out at this valley, and it goes goes to the Rocky Mountains. You see the big ass mountains off to the east, um, and it, it just to stand up there and look at that, you know, um, and, and it almost takes you back to that, and you can you can smell that cold fresh air because mm-hmm. it's one of those places you get that really cold fresh air. Um, Natural Bridge, that's the bridge I'm thinking of. That's really it's a cool little arch. In the oh park. yeah, Natural Bridge is. Um, yeah yeah but it has a lot i mean i'm looking at the the website of places to go places to be and if you want to just spend your time i mean i like for it it being (laughs) such a small park there is a lot to do there um that is very true um fun fact here uh continuing on that aspect of it um bryce was a real person and bryce was a Mormon uh, that lived in the area and he built some roads and kind of, he built a road to the amphitheater there. And um, I guess the people used to call the road Bryce's Canyon. Uh, Like, like apparently people thought, oh, good old Bryce owned the Canyon or something. He's the one who's made the ranch comment, the cow comment, because he had a ranch nearby and he was losing cows in the park all the time. It's so one hell of a place to lose a cow. <laughs> well, um, putting the pieces together, right? One hell of a place for good old Bryce to lose a cow. Um, I get it, though. I mean, you, you lose cows in places. Who doesn't? And you know, I part of me <laughs> wants to know if he ever found that cow. He didn't. No, but his house, you could actually go and, I believe see his house because his name was ebenezer bryce and it's mm-hmm. close to the town of tropic utah yeah and he built a church in the area um you know he really established a good little settlement there yeah right here ebenezer bryce logs cabin built circa 1881 sits near the south end of main street and tropic this is the trail I'll probably walk the most because I live in Tropic, says Haas. On most days when I walk it, even during the summer high season, I don't see anyone else. It still has a wilderness character, and it's a great birding area. As you descend, the landscape transitions from ponderosa pine to gramble oak and ma- and a mazanita understory. Beautiful. The interior decorating is just on point. For this house, um, no lock cabin. <laughs> yeah, I've heard the lock cabin. They really, they really made it homey. Um, 
continuing on with some different things about good old Bryce Canyon there. Um, we've mentioned it a little bit before, um, but it is a dark sky, certified dark sky. Um, and it has like the longest running night sky program in oh. uh, the national parks. That's really cool, actually, to know and learn and hear about. Yeah, I mean, the stars there are just absolutely banger. Um, so if, you, if you're going to Bryce, uh, I think even if you're not going for very long, I think you should try and stay until it gets dark to see those banger stars. Um, because in reality, like from the park itself, like if you're overlooking the canyon, uh, that sky really opens up and you can see some some nice shit. No, that's cool. I mean, you're right. And there's good camping, which allows that. There's the north campground, which is open year round. And then you have the sunset uh, campground. Um, and some of them are first come, first serve. Some of them are reservations. You got to go to, you know, the, the park website and see. Um, but we stayed at the campground right outside the park. Um, there's there's quite a few of those. Um, during the park's peak seasons, they have a shuttle system. Um, and I mean, I you get into the national forests around parks like these, you'll find a place to stay. You know, there's hotels, there's lodges outside the park. There's the lodge. They have, have a historic lodge you can stay at, which is something like I eventually want to do when I get older is go to all the national park lodges just because like why not exactly why not is the correct (laughs) answer (laughs) um no the the (laughs) camping there i mean we we stayed in that private one that was right outside um like literally outside the park and it was a good little spot not gonna lie yeah utah's there's a website you go to the website actually on the utah on the bryce canyon national park website and it, there's a Utah's Bryce Canyon. You click on it, and there's a Dixie Forest RV Camp Resort, which I think is the one we stayed at. Rainbow Country Bed and Creek, Slots Canyon Inn, the House, Pooh Corner, Escalante Escapes, all sorts of fun places to stay, hotels, vacation rentals. And I bet um, it's and it just helps you get out. growing. That area is actually growing. Uh, I'm willing to bet it's and, really going to blow up more and more. Oh, yeah. You could even go to Ebenezer's Barn and Grill. Oh, shoot. Sign me up. Nothing says <laughs> a good bar and grill like one that's named after a Mormon. <laughs> yeah, but it says barn and grill. Oh, barn. I thought you said bar. I was like, I'm pretty sure no. like Mormons can't drink. So why would you want to go to a bar if Mormons can't drink? <laughs> barn grill but barn, barn and, grill. and grill makes that makes a lot more sense uh for the name of it then <laughs> there's some good stuff in the nearby area so definitely it's only it 72 out. miles from good old zion national park um which zion uh not gonna get to that one in the abc's list anytime here soon but <laughs> it is a great park um can't wait for that day <laughs> So you'll hear that fact again. It's 72 miles away from Bryce Canyon. <laughs> exactly. I, I 100% when we get to that one, I'll be fun fact, only 72 miles from Bryce Canyon. 
Well, and for the kiddos, they do have the Junior Ranger program, which is something that's always fun to do and make sure you do uh, to in each park that you get to go to. Um, they 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 like to push that. Um, there's there's quite a bit in in uh, in Zion in Bryce that we can do and we are going to do when we go back. You know, it's beautiful. Yeah, it it's, is. It, there's a reason I've like I said I have a picture of it in my house so that like when I'm standing on my stairs, I can just sit there and do it. Um, they do offer some backcountry uh stuff as well. Nice. Uh, Actually, to... backcountry there would be kind of cool. Not gonna lie. Yeah. Beginning December first, twenty twenty, uh, overnight visitors back will be able to reserve permits. So they're starting a permit process for the park. Um, Little permits. Yeah. Peak season trips from March through November are online three months in advance. They say. Um, winter trips occurring December through February will remain on a walk-in bot basis for. Issued up to 48 hours in advance. Uh, $10, $10 a permit. Ah, uh, ah. Uh, Not bad. But they yeah. got some guidelines. They have campsites, which is cool. You can do that. Uh, there's some cool canyons, 7 miles, 7 miles, 3 miles, 11 miles. Uh, 800 to 1,200 feet elevation gain in places. So it changes it up. Yeah, you're going to... I think if you're hiking Bryce, you're going to get some elevation gain. Um, that's typically what happens when you deal with these canyons or plateau cliffs is it's a lot of elevation gain. Um, so if you're going to go make sure you're trained or make sure you got plenty of food and water when you go, because uh, yeah. it's probably a doozy of a day. And they do talk about the water there being a serious issue, making sure because if you get some water from the backcountry places, uh, you're going to want to purify it and boil it. Yeah, which is uh, just stop at that visitor center and <laughs> fill up all of your cool, your jugs. And I'm when I say all, I mean all of them up with this water because the water at the visitor center, it's different. <laughs> uh well we got that five gallon tank on the rougarou so if that's ever down there i know mark's gonna dump it out <laughs> yeah it refill <laughs> we're not showering this i this yeah the, drinking uh, only this is the one park i'd probably bring like a couple gallons just to take with me elsewhere <laughs> did you i don't so in helena when you drive that road there there's that spring up on top of the mountain that you can stop and get water right did Tyler you see any stopped. but did you see other people getting water no it was just oh, i've seen i've seen people with like like the gallon milk jugs like 20 of those filling those up there and loading them up in their car. that would be you and Bryce, <laughs> keep going into the visitor center <laughs> <laughs> yeah that that 100 percent. i that water is different man <laughs> and as someone that drinks a lot of water uh that's saying something <laughs> that's funny no it's it's one i it's one i want to get back to a uh, park for sure 100 percent. um but anyways i am gonna be that guy because i've gotta be that guy uh we're getting to the end of the episode so that means it's our final words so final words my guy 
All right, guys, thanks for listening this far on the Bryce Canyon episode. I hope you guys enjoy your visit to Bryce Canyon when you go. Uh, and yeah, keep on wandering for sure. I want to give some shout outs to some brands that have been hooking it up. We had the, the Ignic fire can. Uh, it's a propane fire can and an ammo can that you may have seen portable. Loving it a lot. It is easy. We're taking it to the civil war this year, uh, for something to do. It's a cool little fire can to use, uh, stay warm with it's you just propane tank and ammo can. That's it. That's your fire ready to go. Um, Survival Frog hooked it up with this waterproof electric lighter that like, look at that. That's kind of dangerous. I don't know why they would give me something like this. And uh, it's going to, but that's going to come in. You know, you keep that in the Jeep. It's something that's going to start a fire if you need safety help. Uh, if you don't have matches or a lighter, this is, this is going to help. Um, they hooked it up. They gave a multi-tool and some stickers as well. And we got tons of Wandering Ways stickers. So you guys just shoot us an email or a message on Instagram or any of the socials and we'll get that out to you. Um, but yeah, Reverend, with that being said, I'm just going to hand it right back on over to you. Uh, Reverend's final words of wisdom. Stay beautiful, everybody. I cannot tell you how much I appreciate every single one of you um for sticking all the way through um super exciting time i mean thanksgiving's around the corner the weather's getting colder uh but that is not stopping the cardio king here as cardio <laughs> is ramping up went on a bike ride today i have a winter bike kit that keeps me nice and warm that i am super stoked about um might hopefully depending on how kind of schedules go i might be going to humble to get a bunch of bike riding in running in all that fun stuff uh but the cardio outside time is not stopping in fact we are ramping it up so make sure you're checking out reverend marcus for all that fun stuff and make sure you're checking out all of the wandering ways wandering ways youtube the instagram um just all of that wandering way stuff all that fun things and with that being said peace out everybody Bye.